Hello and welcome to Every Youth Matters. I'm Dr. John Tan. For the past 30 years, I've been helping youths realize their life potential. In recent years though, I've helped many parents, teachers, counselors and youth workers engage the young people. In this podcast, I will share tips, tools and ways to reach who may be that difficult or challenging youth who just will not respond to your best intentions. What can we do to reach and win their hearts? I believe that the youth's potential is too precious a gift to waste. So come, join me in this journey for Every Youth Matters. Welcome, welcome to Every Youth Matters. This is Dr. John Tan welcoming you to tip number four of our six-part series called Six Tips to Reach Our Teens. Right, so we're on number four. Now, just a quick recap about the earlier tips that uh, were presented. The first one was about effective communication takes place within a relationship. Tip number two, relating to teens is not logic-based, it is feelings-based. Tip number three, resist the urge to nag, instead listen. And today, today's tip of the day is this. Understand the place of drama in the teen's life. Understand the place of drama in the teen's life. So don't overreact or respond too quickly sometimes. So don't overreact or respond too quickly sometimes. What do I mean by drama in the teen's life? Well, I use the term drama to refer to maybe over-exaggeration with a teen acting out or insisting on certain things that uh, it may even seem like tantrum or it may even seem like it's, it's just unreal of what they are trying to present. Okay, so... I'm saying that once in a while, the teenager may resort to this kind of drama and often is because of an unmet need. And this unmet need may be known consciously and sometimes subconsciously. So there could be some unmet needs that a teen has but just does not know how to articulate or express his or her concern or need. And so they act up. And some of this kind of uh, motivations could be attention, could be craving for affirmation and they're not given, could be fear, could be anxiety, or could even be revenge in the sense that um, you don't care about me. I mean, the youth may think, you don't care about me, and so I'm hurt, and I want you to know I'm hurt, but you are not listening, therefore I have to do something to hurt you. Uh, earlier on in my other um, series, I talked about hurt people hurting others. Right, So hurt young people, hurt others as well. So in this case, the drama, the drama could be all of that, could be a combination of the young person feeling unloved, you know, feeling rejected, feeling isolated, feeling abandoned, all of that. Now it may happen to you right where you are, where you least expect it. 
your team may suddenly blow up and uh, from what may seem like a small incident, making a big, big fuss over it, right? So what do we do as adults? Well, the tip is that um, we do not overreact right away. We don't overreact, in fact, at all, okay? So we respond, but not overreact. Now, it may seem very panicky to you, but I would say if you are a person of faith, shoot a lightning prayer for help and calm yourself down and give yourself time to think and regroup your thoughts before you give a response. All right? So if your child or your youth acts up, acts up by really doing blow up a whole big thing, then just give yourself some time to think. I remember a student I had, um, later on I found out that he was really starving for attention. He needed all that kind of attention because he was not getting it back home. And when he was in school, uh, apparently he was um, known as a person who tends to lie and so his friends tend to uh, ostracize him and isolate him, didn't include him in a lot of things. And we realized and we saw the pattern later on that he would um, do all kinds of stuff to create that kind of tension. And one time he pulled a fast one on me and I took it seriously because the kind of threat he said to me was that uh, he said to my face something like, um, this world does not... Um, want me anymore I'm going I'm going now and I'm going to jump that's what he said and the moment he said that um, he ran out of his classroom he ran out of the school and he just climbed over the school gate and he just went out to the next block and he disappeared now I was um, running a class. I had to make sure the class was safe and I ran after him. Really ran after him. And uh, I thought he had turned into a neighboring block, an apartment block of flats beside the school. And I couldn't find him. And I panicked. Right, I was looking all over for him. I went up by the steps, staircases, I looked out for him because I do not know which floor he would be in. I couldn't find him. I looked around. I was so fearful. That was dramatic for me because he had threatened suicide and I take every suicide threats as serious as they come. Seriously, I mean, I do not discount them at all. I couldn't find him. And finally, I went down and I saw him. He was behind a pillar and all the while he was hiding. And I think it gave him extreme pleasure seeing me panic, running from wherever and uh, seeing me running up and down looking for him. Of course, I was mad. And he told me, and he, and he told me these words, he said, no, sir, I was just kidding you. I was like, what? My instantaneous you know, thing to do for me was to give him a good tight slap 
and say, don't ever, ever, ever say that again because if you threaten suicide, I take it so seriously and I don't want him to just use that words lightly, right? Because it'll just implant, you know, later on his behavior. And so I see it as his form of dramatics stemming from his need for an attention that was not satisfied but I had to respond to him and I assured him I spent about half an hour later on giving him the attention, assuring him and rehearsing with him the steps to take if he ever felt that way but to avoid making drama as his way of coping. Instead, we work together a plan and I say, if you ever feel this and that, you can call this, you can refer this, but don't ever revert to that. Don't ever resort to doing that. And so I find that um, I needed to learn the place of drama in the life of a teen who is troubled, who may be looking for affirmation and not getting it, maybe looking for attention and not getting it, feeling ostracized, feeling alone, and therefore thinking that they need to resort to, um, you know, just this dramatics to get attention that they want, right? But assuring them that they are safe, they are secure, there's someone looking out after them, right? And on our part as an adult, not, to um, overreact and not to just panic at the same time. But in reaching them, in assuring them of our attention and of our concern so they do not need to resort to that, I found that very helpful. And so once again, thank you so much for joining me and join me the next time round. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's been really great having you on board. And if you have not already done so, be sure to visit me at drjohntan.com. That is drjohntan.com. While there, do subscribe to every Youth Matters show. Also, if like me, you want your message to reach a wider audience online, do sign up at instantpodcastleader.com. That is I-N-S-T-A-N-T. P-O-D-C-A-S-T-L-E-A-D-E-R.com InstantPodcastLeader.com If you do just that, you'll get a free ebook called Inspire, Connect and Elevate Your Online Reputation. So, till the next episode, remember, we're in it together for every youth matters.